Hello, everyone, and welcome to Comic Thoughts, the show that asks the question, if I say Mecha, do you think of God, makeup, or robots? Today, your host, me, a man who loves robots more than he likes financial security, and joining me today is a man who is much like God, and that I've only met him a couple of times, and I'm still not sure if he's real. It's Ashraf. How you doing? How you doing? How's man? it going, everyone? What's up? Your thoughts? I mean, I'm the thought. No one else is a thought. <laughs> Quickly, go on. Yeah. <laughs> the supreme thoughtness of this of this channel uh and speaking of supreme thoughtness a man who doesn't know much about makeup but refuses to go on camera without wearing it what are you doing sam <laughs> at what point have i worn makeup sam have you seen your it's pretty it's it's like a pastel dog fuck the clown it's clearly you're wearing makeup right now oh thank you thanks yeah cool <laughs> how are you sam i'm all right i'm i'm just getting by mate <laughs> That's fair enough. And to some of the more privy and savvy viewers, or maybe even listeners, we'll be on to that in a moment, you might have noticed we have a fourth today. Hello, I believe it's pronounced A-N-I-Z-R. Completely butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, that was perfect. No, it's, it is Anisa. It is, I believe, did you want to introduce yourself, Anisa, to the crowd? Hi, guys. All the fans of Comic Thoughts out there, I thought I'd just be watching this, but now I'm on it. So I'm Anisa, I'm Masha's sister. I'll be defending a few things today. It's a three oh, yeah. versus one argument. There's no real chance of me winning. Well, by a girl today. <laughs> on Comic the Thoughts. Oh. female. <laughs> All right. Let's jump straight into the, uh, the first part, which is obviously defending Funko. Why do you like it? Oh, God. What am I supposed to say right now? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, I guess, I guess, I guess the way to start is like, what got you into collecting Funko Pops? What, was, what got you started into it? You know, the most ironic thing about that was that Ashraf was the, first, was the one who gave me my first Pop Funko. Oh, God. Throwing <laughs> oh, me under man. the bus immediately. <laughs> immediately, because... I thought, I thought about this last night and I thought it's the funniest thing because he was the one who gave me my first one. It's and I flash. had it right here. It was the yeah. flash. It was like at the hype of the CW TV show popularity. It was like the flash. So oh, that's a season one. Yeah. So you've unboxed it as that's well. You've actually taken yeah. it out of the box. Did you keep the box? No, because I was a very stupid 15-year-old. <laughs> you threw it out. Hey, look out. A destroyed box box that means every funko collector right now is freaking out going why I, absolutely <laughs> no she redeemed herself like the rest of her funko collection most of them are in boxes it oh. is true after the first say like, protective yeah. cases for them as well i can't remember what they're called i don't have a job so no <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> ashraf what are you doing you've got you've Got to buy the. I can't remember what they're called. I've got some sitting here. You yeah. can have them. I'll give you some. I'll give you some. There you go. You've got a, a gift Sweet. for being on the on the show. Man, everyone should be on this podcast. Then holy shit! <laughs> yeah, you get free stuff. <laughs> free stuff. I'll, I'll give them yeah, to you, Ashraf, on, uh, tomorrow if you come in to pick up your comics. Uh, I might still be in Melbourne. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Forget you're away. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, right. You aren't currently in South Australia. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. All right. So after. Oh, you, you want to go okay, soon? okay. Oh, so, okay, so you, you got them. So you got into it because of that evil person down in the corner of my screen. Um, <laughs> why? How many have you got now? 
I actually have not. I have stopped collecting them for quite a while because yeah. of reasons. Um, they did cost quite a lot of money for a teenager, so that kind of hurt my wallet a bit. And I do have at least, say, I don't know, forty like, do sitting in my room. Right? Show some of them if you can. Do, do you well, think okay. 14, was it, it was originally like they were fourteen dollars a figure, and now they're twenty. Yeah, they're like yeah. at least nineteen or twenty dollars now. Do you Just think that's crazy. worth it? Uh, at at the time, I, I was I thought it was worth it. But now, I think it might be a bit offensive to say, but they are just pieces of plastic. Yeah, you're supposed to be keep, you're supposed to be yes. Funko Defender in these. Well, no, no, you didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish. Okay, I did stop collecting them for a while, but I think I still think they're cool. Like to all the pop Funko collectors, I still do really like them. Like I still get emails about, you know, the new ones that come out, and when I go to like. EV games and Zing pop culture. I still take a look at, at all the new Funkos. Like, oh my god, it's from this franchise. I'm like, I wish you could buy them, but oh well. Is there one that you so, really want? Is there like one that stands out that you're like, I need to have this? Your Grail. <laughs> uh, this actually might tie into the next topic that I'm gonna defend, but the BTS Funko faults. I'm assuming that means K-pop, right? BTS yeah, is probably the most popular K-pop act at the moment, at least internationally. They, uh, you'll actually probably have heard some of their songs. I straight up thought BTS was going to stand yeah. for something like Bad Titty Show or like behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how BTS is typically behind the scenes, but Sam's head is tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was probably the last thing people thought BTS meant, but you know, each to their own. <laughs> I hang out in some seedy places. What can I say? <laughs> All right. So when it came, when it came to, so you got your first one. What yeah. got you to go? I want more. Was it just because you liked the first one a lot, or because you started looking at them, going, actually, these aren't these aren't half bad. Yeah, pretty much. Like I got my first one. It was, it was the Flash. I was like, man, if I have the Flash, I might as well seek out some more that I really like. You know, because you know, I want I watch comic books not only to support Usher, but I do like comic book superheroes and and its movies and its TV shows. I actually do really do like them. So I decided to seek out some moment? more. Are you watching any of the TV shows at the moment? Like, what what are you uh, what are you keeping up with? Mm, probably the most recent one, WandaVision. It's good. WandaVision. And, Fair enough. Yeah, and right before that, I think it was. Stargirl and some of the Doom Patrol episodes. Ash Harley Quinn. I thought that was really good. Oh, Harley kind Quinn. of freaky, Brilliant. but yeah. The animated one. And Harley yeah. Quinn, oh my god, yeah. Harley yeah. Quinn was Ash, awesome. Ash, having a sister that's obviously into at least pop culture, is that, do you give her all your, like, you're like you've read something, pass it on, or are you just a complete hog and just keep it all to yourself? <laughs> I, try, I try to pass it on, but she, she doesn't really like comics that much, and she's also she has less time than I do. <laughs> She's very studious, so she doesn't really read a lot of the comics that I, I pass on to her. But she reads the, the ones that I, I force her to because I think they're amazing. I just pictured you standing over her doing a full Batman voice, being like, read it. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> I watch true. her read it, and she gets really uncomfortable. <laughs> so, did, did you get, get to the part? part? Yeah, did you get to yeah. the part? <laughs> yeah. Well... So what was that Batman voice? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I went like half Christian Bale, half uh, just, just cough. Read it. 
Where is she? Where is he? Where is this This is Saga. Enjoy it. Oh. oh god. So what was the um what was the first Funko you bought after after you got Flash? What was the first one you went, I need this one? It was Vision from the Avengers. Because at oh. the time yeah, because like the Marvel apart Funkos were all bobbleheads and I thought that was the coolest thing. <laughs> like the head bobs, what? And it's the same st- price. Have they stopped bobbling? Yeah. Um, Mostly, I think, actually. I think, like, yeah. when they do a bobblehead, they actually, like, you know, like, specifically state this one's a bobblehead, but it's kind of rare. Yeah, yeah. I've actually it's got like, one Funko in this room. I've got the Deadpool in the van. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's pretty big. It's the only one I've got. I have got. none of the big ones. I got rid of all the others. Well, there's a, a box still sitting in the lounge room, but that'll be at Gamma Race Comics, and you can purchase them soon. <laughs> <laughs> See, Sam hates Funko, but until he has to sell them, I'm selling them. <laughs> I don't have a problem with selling them. God, getting rid of it's them. It's all great. about the hustle. That's it. You kind, you kind of have to, don't you? If you're if you're even like anywhere between like a small or a big collecting uh, you know, collectible uh, trading company, you have to sell Funko at this point, don't you? Yes. Pretty much. It's a given, right? Have you yeah. seen the Funko soda cans? I have actually. I thought those were pretty interesting. Like they're really branching out right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a bad sign or a good sign. What do you think? Is it a good move or a bad one? For for haters, it's a terrible move. For those who love Pop Funkos, it's great. I mean, more stuff for them to to get into. Do you see a future in Funko or do you reckon the phase of the bobbleheads will die out eventually? I mean, I think the bobbleheads weren't really necessary. I thought it was cool, but I don't think they're going to die out anytime soon. I mean, they're coming out with like K-pop one out. No. Yeah. <laughs> they're I mean, just going to release more and more. They cover everything, <laughs> don't they? I guess it is yeah. in a weird way. I will agree that it's the same way as the comic book industry. They cover as much as they can in different styles and different things to try and get something out for everyone. And they do, if you've got someone, like if I had to buy Connor a gift and I didn't know Connor very well, other than I knew that he liked Marvel or whatever, then getting him a pop is just, you know, it's $20. It's a perfect gift thing. It's easy yeah, to do. Exactly. That it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's where I'll give some praise to Funko. Is there a good gift giving thing when you, as far as I'm concerned, you don't know the person? Yeah, right. No, it's almost telling at that point, isn't it? It's like, I don't know you very well, so I've gotten you a Funko pop. You can sort of be like, Mm, of a character that they've never heard of it just (laughs) say marvel or dc on it like there's this thing called uh moon knight uh have you i know you like marvel there you go happy christmas (laughs) what's what's a calendar man i don't know why i bought you i just like the name calendar man is Is there there a calendar man pop there has to be there's no is there There a funko is there a calendar man you know what i'm gonna do i'm sure i'm sure i'm like 99 sure wow i don't know if that's a werewolf by night one See, that, was. I've, I <laughs> did buy all the Moon Knight ones and there's a joke out there about my name being Owlman, um, which I'll explain more about later. But I even got a limited edition Owlman pop, but I've decided like I've sold, selling them all. Like I'm getting rid of all of them. They're all be going in to be sold. I just, I can't do it. Can't even pretend to be a fan. I just, they're now $20 each. If you buy two of those, that's a really good McFarlane figure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sign of the times. Yeah. And they also have weird quality control issues. There's, I, I have some Funkos that are misprinted. And then you talked about how they're branching out to other figures, right? Their six inch figure line 
is terrible. Like uh, they break straight away. I keep having to put them back together. I have like Fallout figures from them, and they're not not very good. Yeah. I went to go pick up the Skyrim Dragonborn from that set because I I've, I've got like five thousand hours of Skyrim. If I'm being terribly honest with you, um, so I thought, well, I should have it. And then I like saw like a review of it. I'm like, that I I could probably get a better action figure if I made one out of Play-Doh. Holy shit. <laughs> They're good so, for display, but not for art- like if you want to articulate no, them into action poses. No. Yeah. And me and you with fiddlers, aren't we, Ashraf? Fiddlers. Yeah, I like fiddling with my toys. There's nothing yeah. better than fiddling with my toy at night. Look, keep that to your yeah, alone private time, <laughs> your damn fiddling. Connor was doing that after he showered just now. So that's why uh, yeah, so everyone, everyone. Connor was late because literally we're sending him messages in the group chat like, where are you? And he's just like, oh, I'm naked. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and then we're like, so, normally that's not a problem. <laughs> not safe for work. Not safe for work. Yeah. Nope. Just got out of the shower. Getting dressed. Be there in five for my exact words. Funko. Funko <laughs> coming soon. Naked Connor. <laughs> Fuck it. If there's a market one. for it, if I get if I get a little bit of throwback from the money, I'll fucking go for it. Well, one in ten towel <laughs> missing variant. <Hey. laughs> towel missing variant. Extremely rare. Yeah. Glow in the dark. It's a chase. Only one, only one part is glow in the dark. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. Let's not uh, dwell on that. Let's. So with yeah. Funko, obviously you've got about forty. If you could get yeah. more, you would be jumping on the more right away. If I had money, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> show, show some of your collection. I want to see it. <laughs> okay. Well, I I'm not in my room right now, but oh, are, you're not. No, I'm not. Uh-oh. I'm just right outside it. But I did bring one, which is one of probably one of my favorite ones because I really love this franchise a lot. It's Sonic the Hedgehog, the, the Chaos Emerald. And he looks so cute. Look at him. Look, oh, I love Sonic. Gosh. I've got an original toy because I went to uh, Sega World as a kid in like 95. That's so cool. And I've still got oh the God. like plastic Sonic that you got for going there. Um, yeah. I love Sonic, but once again, I can't. I can't even pretend to like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, what I was about to say was like the the art style for Sonic almost kind of works for Funko. Like there are certain things out there that when when you see them in Funko, they actually work quite swimmingly. I saw the uh, Animaniacs in Funko form, and I'm like, that actually right. translates very well. Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think. Like, I guess Sonic Sonic does work a lot better than most characters. I, it's funny if you look at. Um, well, they haven't done a spawn one, have they? Have they? Oh, I'm sure. They haven't, sure. By the way, they haven't, sure they they haven't done Werewolf by Night and they haven't done Calendar Man. So. And I don't reckon they've done spawn because I don't reckon McFarlane would let them. Do you think this is a disgrace? Well, yeah, he's so articulate with his toys. So unless he yeah. gets all the profits from it, which he could just make his own, I don't think he would. That's but yeah. that's what I'm wondering. How many characters are now left? Like, if we've got Sonic, you've got these K-pop bands. I think someone said there's a Taylor Swift one or someone called asking for one at the shop the other day. Like, Yeah, no, there's there's musicians all over the place. There's, like, Guns N' Roses, Nirvana, Metallica. Well, I, I must admit, yeah. I do have some pops on pre-order, I realised the other day. Um, I have the Slipknot ones on, on pre-order. Slipknot has yeah. pops. I'm gonna, <laughs> okay. If I get those, they're probably going to get unboxed and just sat next to, like, the TV or something. 
Well, that's kind of that's kind of the, the that kind of proves it, right? There's like a Funko for at least everyone. Well, like I want to buy the Slipknot whiskey as well. I've got to try and sell a hundred dollars worth of books after this, so I can go buy the Slipknot whiskey. Fair enough. Fair enough. I didn't you pour the whiskey, whiskey onto the pop. I'll probably set the pops on fire or something and make a video and be like, ah, cranking Slipknot or whatever. You'll have one dislike. It'll be from me. Because <laughs> I'm burning pops. <laughs> Yeah, Are you the one that's you know, disliking all our videos? That's what he's doing. It. Someone's going through disliking every single one. We figured it out. It's just the hatred for pops. <laughs> you, you know, you know. I told Anisa, like, did you watch uh, Sam's Spawn unboxing video yet? And she's like, no, I don't want to feed his ego. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I so think about it all the time. Uh, my bad. <laughs> I uh I actually I actually give Sam a bit of stick about that in the uh I done I finally done my Hellfire Club unboxing video like that's just finally empty and yeah. uh, I've done it last night and at the start of the video and I'm like well I'm over here now helping Sam with his YouTube algorithm not he needs it he's got did you know he's got two thousand views in his spawn video he doesn't mention it a lot he doesn't talk about it ever I don't know what you're no, talking wait, about no wait he has two thousand views. Yeah, um, on one of the spawn videos. Has he told you about it? Has he two point two k on my first spawn one, and my second one's one point three k. And counting, and yeah, big flex. Yeah, well, for oh. me, I'm pretty excited. Come on, like yeah. that's cool. Yeah, no, I'm oh, excited. It is it's awesome. awesome. It's oh, yeah. it's really cool. But yeah. I hear about it all the time. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I can't, until until something else happens, that's all I've got. I'm, I'm holding on by straws here. <laughs> By the end of 2021, Sam, I've lost a leg. I no longer have a home. But you know what? My small video has 3,000 views. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And Funko like you should contact you should do them a, and they're going to make Funko one unboxing. of each of us. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'll do a Funko unboxing. I'll go and I will legitimately really? pick a set and unbox them and then give them away. How does that sound? Yeah. I don't I'll, know who will get unboxed Funkos, though. Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It'll be just yeah. whoever gets in first can have them. I'll, um, yeah, I might do that. I might record that on Friday if I have, I don't even know what my plans are, but yeah. But Why you're going to upload your video this Friday, Connor? Your unboxing? Uh, I'm going to try. Uh, the editing is taking a while because uh, I'm a mouthy motherfucker. And so I'm editing down all, all of what I said. Well, uh, oh, you don't have to. Bite-sized piece. You can keep oh, it no. as horrendous it's as like... you want. Sam, it's like an hour. I have to get it down from that, man. Mine was uh, put it at two times speed. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely understand me as it is between my lisp and my difficult to pronounce, all the words that I failed to pronounce properly. I, I'm not going to put it at two times speed. It'd be unwatchable. You actually don't have a lisp, at least not noticeable to me anyway. So I, 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 we're, we're completely forgetting. Yeah. And then every now and again, bang, it comes out. And I'm like, oh shit, I do have a lisp. All right. So. Funko, let's just finish this Funko bit up and go with, give us five reasons why you love them and then five things they could change or do better. That's a lot of reasons. But for the five that we know why I think they're great, they're really easy to to keep, like to collect if you keep them in the box because you just stack them up and they're the exact same size. Well, for most of them, the six inch ones. Usually the larger ones, you're going to have to need more space. But for my room, I think it's perfect because they're all the same size. You just stack them up. And because they're all so consistent, you know, and it's really aesthetically pleasing to look at because it's just all like these rows of boxes and of all the franchises that you love. Right? You, um, I'm going to do a quick shout out. There's a guy called Adelaide Toy Collector. He's 
YouTube channels in one of my favorited channel things. Well, I don't know where I put that on on the channel somehow, how it pops up and it goes, oh, these are other ones that this guy has subscribed to. Um, the guy, Chris, wonderful, wonderful guy. He's got walls and walls of pops. His collection is absolutely amazing. So I'll send you a link to one of his videos later. But also, cool. um, if anyone that here hears this and absolutely loves Funko, check out, yeah, Adelaide Toy Collector. Check out Chris's videos. You'll, you'll go insane with the, just the crazy cool stuff that he has. That's pretty badass. I can only imagine like a whole wall of Funko. Yeah, it's not just a whole wall. I'm pretty sure there might be a whole shipping container involved as well, but uh, I don't know what he's, uh, if he's still got stuff in storage or not. I'm freaking out, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and the shipping like container is a giant Funko pop box. <laughs> That's just a... inside a whole plastic box. <laughs> yeah. One day, everything will be Funko. Yeah. All right. Uh, two. Reason two for loving them. Reason two. Well, they're all the same price. Like you're all, you're only gonna spend this amount of money for this, and you know exactly what you're getting. That's true. That's pretty much it. Like that's that's you know that's pretty simple for me, especially when I was younger and I was still buying them. I was like, oh, I'll just get all of these. Especially when we didn't have we we were moving a lot when we were younger, so you know to just bring them along was like the easiest thing in the world. And to maintain them was the easiest thing in the world because they just keep kept in boxes, except for like the five that are unboxed, which is my bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, I can't imagine moving all this if I had to move house. Yeah. It's very hard. Very uh, difficult. Of me, it's really hard. Uh, for people that aren't yeah. uh, that are listening on Spotify, so Connor's got all his toys out on display around him, and I'm not gonna lie, every time I see them, because I can't display mine, I just kind of want to go in that room and just push them all over. Because <laughs> all mine are boxed up, put away. I can't look at them, and I just see you there with all your stuff out and about. And I'm like, right, just go in there, just not, or just like one on each shelf. Just move it to the wrong shelf. So when you came back in the next day, you'd be like, fast. Something's <laughs> off. Something's wrong. Something's off for a whole day. Put Marvel and DC together. Put Dragon Ball Z with like uh, I don't know Transformers. Put Transformers on top of your desk. <laughs> That last one, I would, I'd be like, I, I'm not sure. If I, I probably did pull it out and play with it. Oh, well, calm down, mate. It's just a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so well, there are two, your two big things for loving them. We might just leave it that, and we'll go to all right. One thing that you can you want to change about Funko, something that would make it easier for you to collect them. Easier, honestly, I think it's the easiest it's ever been. Yeah, more capable. Oh, what? what, what? <laughs> uh, what? Maybe what they could improve on is maybe have some more leeway into like the design for certain franchises. Like, so like what we said, um, what you guys said earlier, like some for, for Pop Funkos, like some characters, they work for the design. Some it's not really, some are pretty whack, honestly. <laughs> not gonna <Yeah>. lie. <laughs> Like so just say, design like, fixes. Yeah, just design fixes. Because honestly, I think it's really easy to, to collect them now. They're like a really, you know, cute size. Like, Everyone just, has them. Because my head. You can literally buy them, them everywhere. So you can go Everyone, to, I mean, yeah. Gammas has them. Davy Boy Toys, uh, uh, Collectible Chaos, uh, Zing. 
Uh, if you're ordering online, obviously pop culture. Um, I sell them. Um, Shin Tokyo, Tokyo, Mighty Toy Collectibles. Yeah, there you go. Just like, Baby I, Boys I, Toys. So, yeah, oh, you'd mentioned them. I got that one at the start. But yeah, there's like at least. All right. I, I figured the other day there's at least ten to twelve, like specialty stores, in Adelaide, and then there's also, on top of that, um, you've got your news agents and everything that often have particular ones oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, I much. keep thinking those are fake. Those are like knockoffs or something. Nah, they all. <laughs> so they're the real has, deal. Everyone has that deal. It's it's pretty easy to get them. Um, it's it's so it's yeah. so weird to think that like 10, 15 years ago, I'd go to a news agent and I could buy comics. Now I go to a news agent, I can buy comic pops. Yeah, but it is strange. Mm-hmm. It's a weird, it's a bit of a weird bit thing of being a two thousands kid. All right, yeah, we're gonna evolution. We're gonna we are gonna mm. jump on to the next uh, subject now. Uh, did you want to stick around or did you want to leave? It's up to you. We don't mind. Oh, I, I'll fuck off then. If yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, put a towel on and <laughs> get out of here. It's for the viewers. <laughs> Notice the camera's only like shoulder Yeah. Above. So everyone that's on Spotify, once again, just uh, Connor's deliberately hiding his lower half because he's not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, yesterday when I was filming the uh, the, the Hellfire video, I was actually like, you know, you can't see my lower body below this table. I'm try, I'm like, I am wearing pants. I tried to jump high enough to show everyone. I just couldn't make the jump. But I am, I guarantee, I'm wearing pants right now. You can only take his word for it. Yeah, you can stand guess. up if you want. Don't prove uh, it. Don't prove it. Don't, don't prove, prove it. it. Don't, don't, don't no. hurt us. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. All right. Uh, so. Yeah, I think I might head off because i think i'll just be dead weight at this point oh uh, i mean a lot of a lot of things you guys talk about are like i do know of it i do not know it well, well. stay because i'll swap the the, the ones around because i'd actually like to hear your answer for the next question that i'm going to bring up i'm going to swap some stuff around um sure yeah. i'm going to do favorite female characters so getting your point of view on that as you are a female would be brilliant <laughs> <laughs> And we're not oh, sure really what ambient. Connor is yet. We're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> I just, I just offered to stand up. You could have found out. <laughs> and and Ashraf, we all know, is apparently a god. So yeah, <laughs> he's just got like nothing down god. there. Just, just nothing I'm a, down there. <laughs> I'm like a Ken doll. Yeah, it's completely clean. So all right, There's basically, perspective. the next question is favorite female characters. Now. I'm going to sort of go with, let's try and name two each and then we'll go back to talking about while they're favourites. I'll go last. Connor, you go first. Favourite female characters. So I, um, man, there are so many now that I've, I've fallen in love with, but I had to go back to probably my first favourite female character, which was Rogue from the X-Men. Just absolutely adore Rogue. Um, and, and I tried to switch it up and be like, don't name another Marvel character, but I just couldn't because I feel like I'd be lying. So one of my other favorite characters of all time is Scarlet Witch, which is part of the reason why I'm really enjoying one division. Fair enough. Ashraf. He's a good character. Um, it's, it's difficult to answer this just because I feel like my favorite characters just change all the time, mm. uh, gender regardless. But I think right now, it would either be Stargirl or Miss Marvel, probably Miss Marvel, just because like her story and her character got me back into comics after a long time. And the fact that they made a character that was so much like me and so much uh, of my life was 
just like what she was going through was amazing. It's like I I read Spider Man along with everyone else, but like I was always disconnected from that character just because he was a white teenager living in Queens, and then now you have this Muslim American living in the U.S. with conservative parents and struggling with uh, identifying as a practicing Muslim and being assimilating into American or Western culture and being a fan of superheroes to the point where she writes fan fiction was just something I um, something I could relate to so well. He writes fan fiction about me and Connor. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I ship them both. And, and oh, I'm going to stuff it up. <laughs> and either. Give it a oh, see, that was that was awesome. That was good. Yes, <laughs> I nearly flipped my laptop because it was so good. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, favorite favorite female character like Ashraf. I'm pretty fickle. It changes all the time, and it really is affected by what was the last show I watched with a main female lead. And yeah, me and Ashraf were talking about like Miss Marvel like a few weeks ago, and I thought it was pretty freaking awesome that you know some representation in the, in this world in this world right now i think she's really cool but i think the one that i really love my probably my whole life is probably just straight up bad girl yeah cool. from the uh, from batman yeah just just the fact that just some teenage girl is just kicking ass i think there was that was enough for me to, for Have me you to read like killing it. joke i have read <laughs> killing joke and that is not why would they do that to her? Who knows? <laughs> you know? She read it and she watched the film. Yeah, yeah brave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still my oh favorite. man, watching the film must have been awkward with the whole Bruce Wayne. Um, that's not in the uh, love story. Jesus, that is that's just Bruce Tim. Um, that's just Bruce yeah. Tim having that thing ever since Batman the Animated Series. Like he he yeah. was not hiding it. I just think he wasn't allowed to get away with it back. In his defense, and in his defense, I don't like his interpretation either. In his defense, he said it's supposed to be wrong. It's supposed to be gross. So, whatever. <laughs> that's that's not inherently a good thing, though. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, what what are the audience gonna think though? Also, what's going to happen yeah. in this image of Batgirl? Like, it's All right, if you've watched Killing yeah. Joke, the animated film, and you know what we're talking about with the Batman Batgirl thing, comment, talk about it, mention how. Much you loved it or hated it. <laughs> um, Mention how Batgirl needs justice. <laughs> well, the, Why did they do that to him? The last Batgirl uh, run, which just finished up, I believe. I've By Cecile told, Casalucci, yeah. Yeah, I've been told so many mixed reports. Apparently, it was just this the whole way through. And apparently, it ended on a really good high note, but like it started strong, got really weak, and then ended strong, which is really bizarre that, like, a big chunk of it was just apparently not good. It's unfortunate because the run before that was apparently amazing. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate because it, they had a one woman problem where they kept shifting writers a bunch. So it's like you had really good writers and really bad writers. And also editorial interfered with it a lot and didn't treat the writers of Batgirl really well. Like they didn't let them in meetings where they talked about the Bat family and everything. They didn't treat her like a member of the Bat family. No. Oh, anyway, editorial influence. Oh, take a shot, everyone. Take a shot. <laughs> All right. So I guess I'll, I'll. I tried to figure out two, and I only just figured out one now because I actually forgot to research my own questions this week. Oh um, wow, Sam, you're playing a corner. But I, I'm going with uh, Spider Woman because I'm absolutely loving. I've loved every series I've read of Spider Woman. The current one has been fantastic. It got a little weird when they quickly tried to end something to jump into the King in Black tie-ins. 
but spider woman has been really cool she's basically dying spitting up vomit and ooze and she's trying to find a cure for this uh i don't want to ruin it because it, it is a, like a definite must read uh she's she's sick and so are other people that she knows i can't really say anything else on how they know each other because that is a massive spoiler what was that run by why do you ask that because i can never remember <laughs> quick someone research i always it. ask it yeah, yeah, I never yeah, check who's writing it. You know, look, I'm going to get it up right now on my phone. Spider Woman. Let's get this. Well, what do you think of the pregnancy? Like, on yeah, that's, that was uh, my I didn't, We could just throw the same question I, at the I'm same time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I need to read that. I That's the one run I missed. For some reason, I dropped. I was getting so much because I got every Spider-Man and Spider-Girl and Spider-Everything series um, that when it came up to, I think it was the second run of like Spider-Gwen and Gwenpool and all of that stuff. I was just like, I've had enough. There's too much now. And I just dropped all the runs that weren't Spider-Man. And I'm upset that I did because Spider-Woman before that, I loved the whole thing and I've loved everything after it. But for some reason, I didn't get the run where it was her with the... I don't, yeah, she was pregnant in the end of the run that I read, but she hadn't had the kid. So the run I'm missing, I believe, is her having the kid and dealing with it. Sam isn't kidding, mind you. Uh, I actually remember Ian talking to me once going like, Connor, are you getting all the Spider comics? I'm like, no, why? It's like, because Sam keeps complaining to me that he really hates Scarlet Spider, but he won't stop buying it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I literally... Uh, no, I loved Scarlet Spider. That was a brilliant run and quite violent and dark. I was annoyed. What was the one that you started to hate it? What was the one you was because you were saying there was one that you just kept buying that you didn't like? Um, silk. I yeah, I think the silk one was pretty weak, and so was the Gwen stuff. Got pretty weak. There are some great runs, and a shout out to Costa. He absolutely loves uh, Spider Gwen slash Ghost Spider. But there was some massive uh, moments of just because of how much Spider stuff was happening at the time. It was just weak in comparison to everything else that was going on um it was just yeah not not great i'm trying to find i'm still trying to find the person who all right just just because i need to mention Bagel just now coincidentally they just casted the actress for barbara gordon today for titans oh, and yeah, it's uh, titans. an amputee it. yeah uh, who oh okay yeah, they actually casted an amputee for Barbara Gordon, which is crazy. She doesn't have a leg, if I'm uh, reading correctly. Yeah, right. Ooh, cool. I mean, so the yeah. so that just kind of implies that that universe version of the Joker went a step further. Oh, I can't yeah. see Jesus these names. Christ. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> this is terrible. There's a C Carla Patchy. Oh, no, it's just Carla and Paris. That'll do. Carla. No, Sam, it's, no, no, Sam, it's pronounced Anisa. You're still getting it wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am now going to pause us. We are going to do our quick flip into a new new recording, and we'll be back in one moment. Sure. Sam's too cheap. And we're recording again. Woohoo! Oh, this What's is up? fucking throwing together a bullshit show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Honor. <laughs> Don't talk shit about the podcast on like, the podcast. I, I love how like <laughs> we can never get you to be negative about anything, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Fuck this show!" Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no least favorite on. character, Screw least favorite you. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, Connor, quickly tell yes. us why. I've already forgotten who you said is your favorite character. Tell us why. Uh, okay, so Rogue. 
I pretty much immediately fell in love with Rogue as a character when I was just young because I loved for her everything characteristics. I... Yeah. Yes, Connor was horny. I, I was three. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thotty three-year-old. <laughs> Speaking of which, the new comic thoughts three-year-olds line. Bibs, oh, oh, that's, no, that's oh, creepy. Geez. That's way too creepy. No monetization here. You just call three-year-old Connor a thought. <laughs> you can't, no, that's be, okay. you can't judge me. Yeah. Rogue. She was basically the first example of a character that was like strong in spite of everything happening to her. She was strong in a way that was believable. She wasn't just like, I am immune to negativity. She was living essentially a hellish life everything from her her mother um her being an orphan um her mutant powers the way they came in like that first scene in the original x-men movie uh with rogue where she's kissing a guy and the guy just prolapses because of her powers kicking in like it haunted me but i'm like man imagine going through that and then having enough will and strength to not hate the world that you live in even though they hate you for something that you don't want to have like her powers, she does not want them, and yet she still decides to do good with her powers. So that's why the fact she's that your favorite. The world, one of my favorites, because it's just such a sign of will and human spirit overcoming adversity. Hmm. Is there any that. suggested reads you have around that character? Like, are you going to say suggest- like, like Days of Futures Past or something stands out with her? I know she's not a big part of that, but um, so I would say the. Obviously, her villain run when she absorbed, like, you know, when she was doing everything, like absorbing Captain Marvel's power. Well, she wasn't Captain Marvel, sorry, Carol Danvers' uh, powers uh, when she was running around as, uh, I think she was with Mystique in the Brotherhood at the time, um, when she had that really weird but kind of cool hairstyle. Um, the run that I actually really enjoyed with her was when she was in the Uncanny Avengers in 2016, 2015, 2016. Um, I actually really enjoyed that. That was such a uh, thrown together group. It had like mutants and humans. Uh, uh, old man Steve Rogers was the leader. Cable was there. Like, it was such a fun run. And she took front and center for quite some time. She had some of the best moments in that comic. So I'd say go read that if you want to read something that's not a typical X-Men read. Yeah, cool. All right, Ashraf, do you want to dive more into your love for Miss Marvel? Um. Uh, no, yeah, what, really I <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> what more can I say that I haven't said already? Well, uh, I, well, then, I feel like, yeah. What's your suggested reads for, for Miss Marvel? Oh, um, her 2010 run by G. Willow Wilson. I think, yeah, her original run is really, really good and it holds up pretty well, especially if um, you're fans of the MCU and how uh, the MCU crosses over a lot like with the cameos from other characters because there's a lot of cameos in that run but they make sense they're pretty organic it's not just like fan service for the sake of fan service everyone there is supposed to be there and uh that's that's all i can say really everyone should just read that run just to get ready for the show at least or just wait for the show was that the run that captain marvel herself didn't show up until like the last two issues yeah that's it yeah spoilers yeah yeah she does show up (laughs) she does show up in some other form during the run, but you'll just have to read it and see. Um, now, Anisa, as you said, you don't read heaps, but do you have a yeah. Batgirl suggested read or a suggested any type of contact to contact content to uh, maybe push people's fandom? Mm. 
I really liked her from like the 2000s like animated series like the Batman and uh, ooh, I don't think I can remember all the titles of all those Batman shows but she was hev- she was heavily like featured in all all of Batman TV shows. The animated yeah, the Batman. The, yeah, the yeah. Batman, the one where Joker yeah. was like more of a weird dread, had like weird dreadlocks. Yeah, that's hair. the one. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. he was voiced by a black man, Kevin Michael Richardson. I think that's really? the first time. Yeah, the first time that Joker was voiced by a, a person of color or something. Do apologize. I grabbed a tissue. I got really bad hay fever, and I am just started struggling. <laughs> I didn't even notice, Sam. <laughs> I'm dying. I now now I notice that you've mentioned it. Um. Yeah, okay, so that, that's pretty cool uh, suggested content. It's not something I would have picked up on immediately because I know that, I guess, my limited knowledge for her, I always just think of the original Batman animated run. She's she, only she's, in that for, like yeah. a season and a half, I think. Yeah, um, she, She's in it every now and then. She's also yeah. in The Brave and the Bold every now that's and then. True. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love yeah. Brave and the Bold. Yeah. I think she is more heavily featured in The Batman, though. I think she shows up like halfway through and it's just like, Will you get the new game? The yeah. new game that she's heavily featured as the main playable oh my character. God, I'm so excited for that game. <laughs> yeah, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon that'd be a lot I of fun. I think it's gonna be really cool because it's, it's something that's not Batman focused for once. So bless. Oh, maybe McFarlane can take note <laughs> and not do it to her line. He announced a new Batman line this morning. I know, I know. I did watch it and I kind of admittedly just went and turned it off because I was like, oh, I'm just did, gonna... yeah. Uh, I do he think did that also have amazing. a new Batgirl figure, though. Yeah, yeah. That that line is amazing, but he is now getting to the point where it's like, come on, any other characters other than Batman. Hey, hey, Todd. There's a Suicide Squad movie come out. Do you want to do another Batman line? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess now I'll do Spider Woman. I love her for the very obvious reason. She's very different to Peter Parker. She's very much a fuck you. I'm going to do things my way. Um, she's very stern, very strong, and on top of that, she is more happy to do like lay the beat down on someone. Like she's not as friendly. She's not like, oh, they have to be arrested and looked after. She will like break their arms and legs and then leave them there and go, right, someone come and pick them up from S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever. She's just a lot more brutal. And I don't know, it kind of works for her. Like she's not, I mean, she's not his sister, but was cloned and all kinds of stuff. Um, and tortured on and experimented on and she's her history through what she actually is is all over the place because of how much her father who is a villain tortured her it's just absolutely insane to read how she figures out who she actually is by the end of it all because of all these things so you could pretty much pick up and read any of her stuff and you'll be sort of inspired by the fact that this person basically doesn't know who they are properly and is trying to figure that out and they just figure it out on their own terms don't give a crap what anyone else is thinking and just yeah it's cool i think it's a really clever way to do a character when the character can be very similar to spider-man but yet so different and yet so close to the ideals of still the great power great responsibility but with that responsibility you don't have to do everything all the time you don't have to be 24 7 100 percent good which is yeah pretty interesting. um i have a question because you you love spider woman originally jessica jones was actually meant to be jessica drew but marvel didn't approve 
of that. So originally everything that happened, Alias was meant to happen to Spider-Woman. What, what do you think about that, that story, if it was originally meant to be Spider-Woman? I still think it works. It just, it would have been very different. I think those characters, if you actually do read the original Alias run and you read not the, the early Spider-Woman stuff, that is a little bit more campy and Maybe. over the place. But if you if you read it with like the, the stuff that's out now, you'll see that those characters have a very similar uh, like borderline hatred for people. Like they just, you know, they're not so happy with the way things are and they're not pretending that everything's good and they're not there for the big picture most of the time. They will step in when they have to, but they're there to make sure that their life and their close-knit group are surviving and trying to live their life. But unfortunately, with those powers, you know, it is very similar. Like now they've sort of got to this great point where those two characters are so similar with different power sets that when they do interact as well, it's quite hilarious. It's both of them borderline rolling their eyes, being like, oh, you're here. I mean, they're both, they're both, uh, they're both mums now too. Like they both, they've both got a bit of an aspect of being settled down now as well. Uh, yeah. Read the new spider uh, woman series that she's not settled at all. It's Ooh, very interesting. Okay. She's struggling. It's very interesting. She's struggling with the motherhood thing too. Like that's, what's really cool. It's not her just being like, everything's all good. She's struggling her way along life just yeah fair. awesome fair enough. And now i think on that note we will swap over to the next part um the next conversation is basically we're going to talk about grading services now anisa if you don't know anything about grading services no not a clue we can not also i'm gonna see what you think of this then so basically there's a bunch of grading services, uh, CGC and Halo are the two that I mostly know and use. Uh, they basically take the comic, go through it, see how good it is and tell you if it's a perfect 10 or a one, like in between that, they sort of grade it out, seal it all up. And then that's what you get. You get given back this sealed comic that can never be opened again. And it's got a grade on it. So for me, I love them because that's, uh, you know, a way of cementing. If it's an expensive book, for example, if you were to pull out like your first Spider-Man, Amazing Fantasy 15, you have that graded, it cements the price, you know what it's worth, you've had an expert, expert look over it all and it sort of cements it. Now, other people hate this because it means you can never look at that book again. <laughs> like you can't open up the pages unless you break that uh, encapsuled. Breaks you. Yeah. So... I'll start with Ashraf. The question I have for this to start off with is I, I like grading things and I love CGC and Halo and all of them uh, for different reasons. But Ashraf, do you own any graded books and are you for them or against them? Uh, I don't own any graded books and I don't know if I will in the future. Um, I'm all for them. I think people should grade what they, they like. It's just that I'm not a collector. I'm more of just a reader. I don't really have expensive books or books that are worth a lot and if i did they're probably not in good enough condition to be graded highly um these grading services are pretty interesting because like they're their own economy and they're also it's strange to me because obviously you have to run a business and you have to make money in the end but these grading services make a mint off of people trying to get um their, their stuff valued and it's it's very interesting to see a service like that uh, exist and make money from it <clears throat> but 
Uh, I think I think people should should create what they want and not create what they don't want. It's yeah. it's all up to them. I don't have anything against them. I'm really neutral. Connor, how about you, you? Connor? Uh, I'm I, I, I this is not a discussion that maybe we should because I'm I'm kind of neutral on the subject as well. I haven't got yeah, anything it's... graded at the moment, um, but there are things I've looked at and gone, I wouldn't mind having that in a protective cover. Um, not necessarily graded, but you know, put into one of those nice unbreakable commie cases seals. basically yeah the thing called Most... commie case which is your harder yeah. sealed case that you can keep your comics in you can also add a frame to it and put them on the wall they're pretty good i think yeah. they're limited for stock in the in the world at the moment um everywhere seems to be either short or they might not be making those currently i'm not sure um i know that you can check with gamuts if we can order commie cases and stuff like that but you can also check with bris vegas i believe those guys are known for getting comic cases in yeah i've thought about getting them in because i've got the um a couple of years ago they done the the uh the rock and metal mainly mainly rock variant covers for a bunch of marvel books like they done like um queen's news of the world uh they done like nirvana's uh, never mind with guardians of the galaxy like they got a bunch of like classic rock covers that i got specifically because i love rock and i love metal and I kind of want to look after them. That's the only reason I've ever thought about them, never to be like grade them or to, to see what they're worth or to even like um, have as like a, a holy grail piece just because I like those variants. But I've actually got like the comments I actually read, I've actually got the non-variant versions as well. So, And Anisa, as someone who obviously has not heard of the grading services or that, what does it, does it sound like something that people should do or do you think sealing a comic up forever is silly? <laughs> I said, well, obviously it's going to be up to the person because like they have to make a big decision of whether they want, whether they want to flip through a comic that they really love or just have it hanging there on the wall, staring at them and knowing like, I can't flip through that ever again. So now, <laughs> but, yeah. my, my trick with that is so I've got, I, I think I now have something like 30 odd books graded, something like that. And I'm getting more and more. I've literally, I think I've got four or five on the way from pre-orders and things from a long time ago. And I just got a message today. Thank you, Neville from Grail Hunters. Um, apparently my book's got graded 9.8 that I sent to Halo with him to get Ooh. some signatures. So pretty excited to see those. They're all signed by Tom Taylor and stuff. So that's going to be cool. Um, but with, for me, the grading services, I like, so... It, this is my advice to people that want to do grading. Uh, if you want to get a book that you would like to sell later, I strongly suggest going through CGC as CGC, the Americans look at more so than us Aussies and go, yep, this is 100% worth having as a buy and that's your price set. So if you go to CGC, you get a 9.8, everyone over the world goes, yeah, cool, we recognise that brand, we understand, no problem. Um, but then that's for reselling. But then if it's for your personal collection, I say, especially locally, go straight to Halo and get your stuff graded because they are getting bigger and more recognized around the world as a great grading service because their product is so fantastic. And a big shout out to Grant and Neville for making that product get better and better as time goes on. But um, as a worldwide thing, it still obviously doesn't have the CGC recognition. So that's where my thing is with the grading services. They're the two I use, CGC and Halo. I only grade books that are A, signed and high grades, and B, 
be books that are worth too much to be playing with anymore. Like I've got some very early Spider-Mans and stuff that now I'm too scared to play with. So they get graded and put away because as much as I love them, they are also an investment piece to a certain point. And on top of that, I have bought collected editions and reprints of those books. So any book that I have graded, I normally have own two if it's a modern book or I have a reprint of, uh, yeah, a reprint of it in some form somewhere. So that's just my, my little thing on the CGC grading thing. Maybe by the end of this year, the goal is for you guys to pick a book each and we'll send them off to get graded and see who gets the highest grade. Maybe we'll have a, a competition. I'll, I'll probably start an addiction just like how I started Anisa with Funko Pop addiction. As soon as I get yeah. one graded, I want to get a bunch of comics graded. All of a sudden, Anisa has more graded comics than all of us. And <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I, I started with one Dragon Ball figure in November, Sam. I have 20 now. Uh, <laughs> well, which is the service that you can get Pokemon cards graded? That's PG. PGX, I want to say. PG... Oh, it's a different service? Yeah, they sent me an email this morning. I believe um, CGC have started doing them, but the uh, the Beckett grading service is the one that I would suggest for cards. I think P PGX do it as well, but yeah, Beckett is your go-to card company. Like Beckett for me, uh, back in when I was a little kid, I collected basketball cards. So I've got folders and folders of 90s basketball cards. And I know zero about them and wanted to know a bit of a pricing thing. And I literally got given a, a, the Beckett's book. And I remember Beckett's from being a kid that they were the guys you went to for all grading prices and what was coming out or in with cards. So cards, yeah. check out Beckett. For comics, if you're looking at resale value, look at CGC. For your private and personal collection and you want to keep stuff super safe, check out Halo that they're for comics. Um, I don't know enough about the card world to give any more stuff on that. That's about it. It is expensive. All of this is expensive, especially if you have a pricey book. It's like X amount of the book's value or whatever to get it graded, right? Yes. Please double check yeah. anything you send off, uh, what their price tags are. Like go through their websites because they're all, each company has their own set of rules. Check it out. Um, if you're looking at getting CGC done in Adelaide, if you're here in Adelaide, Adelaide Comic Centre have a CGC account. You go in, you give them the book. I think it costs around a minimum of $100 if it's a modern book. They'll send it off. It can take up to a year to come back, though. That's the only thing. And with Halo, at this stage, I don't know what the turnaround time is. It's usually a little bit quicker than that. But I can help organise with you or show you how to do Halo stuff if you are interested. Not a problem. Happy to help anyone that wants to send off to them. Um, I guess since I'm the only one that can rave and talk about the CGC greater stuff as much as I could, we might move on and at a later time, I'll get someone else. I might even try and get Neville to come on and have a chat with us all about Halo and all the cool stuff and the labels he's been designing. So we've got two more bits, uh, which we've still got a bit of time, which is pretty cool. So the next bit I had up here is news from Connor because Connor's dying to tell us news about the world. And uh, Connor, do you actually have any news or are you just on Twitter right now, like going fast? Oh, I, I have a, I have a word document. Uh, oh God, how big. I no, just a couple dot points, just a couple dot points. So right, dot I, points. Uh, me, me, and, me and Sam expressed that we didn't want this podcast to get too repetitive. It's like, how many times do you go, Hey, Ashraf, who, 
What, who's your favorite villain? Is it a Batman villain? Oh, wow, that's shocking. Um, so we thought we'd start <laughs> talking about the, um, the more recent news, not to date us too much, but also just to give us something to talk about that's not literally, did you read this? Did cool. you read this? No, how fucking dare you? <laughs> Pretty much every conversation with Sam, every conversation yeah. with Sam. So I think like, we, touched yeah. on, we touched on it a bit earlier. Uh, the biggest news, I think, of this week is actually that the MCU is back in full force with WandaVision. came out <laughs> last week. It's received a lot of positivity. It's also received a little criticism here and there. It's shocked a few people in just how much of a slow burn it is. Um, it's also shocked a few people in just how short some of the episodes are. But yeah, I wasn't ready for that. I mean, so short. Yeah. yeah. The credits well, are like we, 10 minutes. The credits are like a yeah. third of the episode. The yeah, credits the, are the, cool. <laughs> they look the credits are awesome. <laughs> like cool. I'm not the credits threw me off because when I got to the credits, I'm like, oh, I saw the start, like in the first episode, I'm like, the start of the episode, watch that. Like now the credits is like, oh, this is where it's gonna be like a switch flip moment where it's like we're gonna see and then it's like it ended, I'm like yeah. Connor is looking around for people listening on Spotify. He's looking for the <laughs> questions I, he wanted it, answered on WandaVision and did not get. Yeah, <laughs> no, sorry. I, I, I'm the one who even uploads to Spotify. I don't know why I'm beginning to mention that I'm uh, going to explain what I'm doing. So, uh, have we all watched the first two episodes here in this? Yes. Room? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, just quickly around the table, what did we all think of it, Sam? I loved it. I watched it really late at night. I was super tired, but I was like, I need to watch it before I go into the comic shop so no one ruins it for me. And to be honest, I probably didn't have to because what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I mean, I loved it, but at the same time, it's like there was so many, I think there's so many little things that you kind of, I almost want to get a notepad and go, right, there was that emblem there. Okay, there was color shown on this part here. Just write it all whole, down. <laughs> there was a whole news article that went in about a wine bottle that appeared for like two seconds, having like five or six Easter eggs on the wine bottle. That, that wine that. bottle was shown in the trailers. People got crazy over that in the trailers yeah, already. Like, yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Okay, cool. This is a show of detail. Ashraf, what did you think of the show? I have always been a huge fan of Tom King's vision run. So yeah. I was really excited about the show because it t- takes a lot of inspiration from that. Not from House of M, even though everyone keeps saying it's inspired by House of M. I enjoyed it. I watched it with Anisa on Discord um, really late at night. I thought it was yeah, a very slow burn. And, uh, yeah, she just streamed yeah. it uh, on screen share or whatever. It's pretty yeah, good. Right. Cool. No loss in quality. Yeah. And um, it's it's a very slow burn. I would have preferred if they released all the episodes at once, just because the episodes are so short. Mm. But I can um, I, I can tell you why they're doing it episode by episode moving forward to make more um, money. Seven, <laughs> seven well, make make more make more money, but also the next seven episodes are going to be each week, and that's going to lead us up to March, and that's when Falcon the Winter Soldier comes out. Yeah, but if, at twenty minutes an episode. God, it's such a long way. Well, because episode two was 35 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't think episode consistency, I think they're literally just being like, you can have this episode be as long or as short as you need to tell the story. And I honestly actually think that's good because you see with so many shows, you have to have a 42 minute run period. And sometimes there's like 10 minutes of filler. I mean, it's freaking credits in this case. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's like movie grade credits is what you see in the yeah. cinema. They put it on Disney Plus. It's like that's where half the budget went because like the rest of the show is just black and white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. They spent all their money. We do on have. Credits. We've got seven more episodes. We could be seeing like more things get weirder and more outlandish as time goes on. And these are. What did you think of WandaVision? Honestly, 
I haven't clearly I haven't read, read much comics, but I've always loved the chemistry between Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision from the films. And I was really excited because I really love Elizabeth Olsen, I really love Paul Bettany as those characters. And then when I found out it's gonna be like a like a nineties sitcom kind of theme. Fifties even, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what what was very much uh, Dick Van Dyke, the Dick Van Dyke show, and then episode two yeah. was so was so blatantly bewitched. Yeah, like, he's yeah, a yeah. bewitched. I love yeah. bewitched. The original bewitched. Yeah, the original bewitched was so good, and then to see to see Scarlet Witch doing everything that I loved in that show was pretty mind blowing, and I did pick up on the hints here and there, like mm, what's what's gonna happen, and I feel like they're sprinkling it across the episode so much episode so much that it makes me so frustrated and yeah. incredibly impatient i'm i'm impatient too i wish they dropped the whole thing in one go so i could have just sat yeah. there at, at the, if it's only going to be 20 to 30 minute episodes and for what did you say seven episodes seven more episodes so seven nine, more. Episodes so nine episodes at that time you could watch that easily in a day or two and yeah. it'd be just like watching a movie in a bit I think it's about four or five hours total for the whole series. It was yeah. clocked out. Well, most movies are two hours long or so now. So yeah, yeah. if it's if it's something by Zack Snyder, it's like five hours. <laughs> All right, don't, don't even mention it. <laughs> I just I just find it funny that it's it's great that they're choosing this to make the first TV show about because it's a sitcom format. It's thirty minutes an episode, and it's like a new era of sitcom each episode. So it's like mm-hmm. they they tailored the content towards the uh, release schedule and everything. I thought it was Maybe really fitting. Maybe the the length, how it's different lengths of episodes, also matches the lengths of those types of episodes for the time. Who knows? Maybe. It could yeah. be cool. I honestly, I I I was gonna do a, a video where I just did a discussion put up on the channel. I might still do that um a bit later, where I just talk uh, about my thoughts and feelings a bit further and not waste everyone's time. But that yeah. was um, but yeah, no. So like, what are the things I noticed? Yep, no and I wanted to know all of <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I, I don't want to waste everyone's time. One of the things I noticed, I yeah. wonder if you guys noticed, um, in episode two, the opening, the bewitched opening, the one that was so blatantly bewitched, did mm-hmm. you guys notice the Grim Reaper's helmet? Yeah, I did. I did see that. Spoiler uh, alert. Uh, if anyone isn't hasn't watched it yet, we should have said spoiler. spoiler oh, spoiler, we should spoiler. have. Spoilers. No spoilers, spoilers, Connor. Let's move on. No spoilers. Okay. Let's, we'll come back to this later. When WandaVision finishes, we might do a full group talk down on it. Why not? Also, spoilers for the Vision run by Tom King. <laughs> Because that's a reference to it. Yeah, yeah there we go. They, they may not have known that was a reference to it, though. So it may not have oh. been a spoiler. I'm it saying it's a spoiler. You, you have two, stop ruining the show. What's the next <laughs> part of news, Connor? Oh, yeah. Darth on, Vader is Luke, Father's, is Luke Skywalker's dad. There, I said it. <laughs> Ruined it for everyone. Stop All eating. Right, so that's the next part. <laughs> I haven't had breakfast, Sam. It's your stop fault. judging me. <laughs> You're in the shower too long. Stop playing around. Okay. Now, oh, I don't like to. I don't usually like to talk about the rumor mill because the rumor mill is usually um, fickle and um, never never holds any actual weight. But there is a rumor involving WandaVision and Evan Peters, who, if you remember, played Quicksilver in the X Men movies, uh, moving up to the end of the Fox run. Um, his this is really weird, and why I wanted to mention it: the Mexican dub voice actor who does Quicksilver for the Mexican version of the movie. <laughs> has said he's back in the studio recording lines for the same character he played in the X-Men movies, suggesting that Quicksilver, played by Evan Peters, is apparently coming into WandaVision later in the year. That is a weird bit of news and a weird tidbit, and he has since not only deleted his tweet, but his entire Twitter 
Oh my god, that's dramatic. Disney like fucking shut it down, mate. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. They, they killed him. He's dead now. <laughs> he's dead. He's, he's, he's like the, the MCU Chris Quicksilver. Yeah. There's, there's there's someone with a Disney logo on their shoulder with a sniper rifle. Yeah, I can feel them targeting me now. So One yeah, batch, what do you guys? What do you guys feel about Evan Peters returning to the role of not Quicksilver, then alternatively potentially Speed? Don't give a shit. Wonder you don't give a shit. I don't know. No, it's it's a rumor, so I can't really say anything. Yeah. Nah, I don't care. He's dead. Leave him dead. Who cares? I th- oh wow! I think their version <laughs> should of him have... wasn't great. He they was should cool, have both but... Quicksilvers, and then they both Quicksilvers should make out, and that's what I think should happen. Ah, uh, there we go. There's that classic comic box they're, material. They then call it. Quick- <laughs> they just do a second series called Quickies. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, quickies. I thought I'd get some discussion out of that. We've yeah, only got a limited amount of time. We've got about eight minutes, Connor. So keep pushing through this news, buddy. All right. The uh, the next piece is Spider-Man Three set photos have come out, and it seems quite interesting what we are seeing. There are pictures and posters all over New York. Uh, featuring Mysterio, Quinton Beck, a bunch of I believe. There's a couple of posts Quinton saying as uh, citizens uh, to defend Spider-Man meetings and all that. I haven't like seen all any of, of these photos, and yeah. I hate spoilers on this. So don't you dare tell me <laughs> any more information. I'm one of those people oh. that doesn't watch, it doesn't look at any photo, nothing. So really, just... so are you are you shocked to hear that there is a controversy about Spider-Man's identity after what happened in the second one? Well, no, but I just I didn't know that Quentin Beck was coming back. I thought he was dead. Yeah, I didn't no, know either. No, 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 no. Pictures, not pictures, like actual like drawings and whatnot, like propaganda posters. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. But well, now like that's even more. I mean, uh, yeah, that kind of makes sense anyway. But yeah, people trying to fight the good fight and prove Spider-Man a villain or a hero. What did you guys think of the uh, of the twist of the end of Far From Home? Uh, and, and moving forward with Spider-Man in the MCU. What do you guys think, Sam? Loved it, because Spidey it. Slayers are so totally coming. There's no uh, way they cannot do that now. They've introduced Jameson and Spidey Slay- Spider Slayers and whatever they're called, the robot things. It's a perfect way to bring in Scorpion and just yes. make it all work. Like It just makes sense to have that as a thing. Even if it's a quick little throwaway bit at the start to just give a Scorpion in his armoured suit. That'd be so cool. Maybe Scorpion backed up by like a bunch of spider slayers. Yeah, that'd make yeah. complete sense. Because it's either that or Alistair Smythe. Alistair Smythe. I want to see Paul yeah. Nardi's Alistair Smythe with like the weird shoulder gun things and the green thin legs and all that. You know, Paul Nardi's Alistair Smythe? That'd be something else. Um, okay, so Ashraf, what do you think? I think it's really cool that this is where the story is going. I just don't know if there's enough time in the movie to cover the multiverse and that whole identity crisis thing that he's having. Has I always had a problem with uh, Peter Parker. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I-, I always had a problem with Peter Parker being really lax with as an identity, and I realized that they're actually integrating that into the story, so it's good. <laughs> and uh, Anisa, do you have any uh, thoughts on the matter? Um, did you? Ha- what did you think of Spider-Man Far From Home and its ending? I really love Far From Home. I thought it was a great, great movie. And I, uh, right at the end when they reveal his identity, I think shit's about to go down, and I'm super excited of where gonna where they're gonna take that because it opens so many more possibilities of like conflict on like what might happen, like his relationship with uh, Mary MJ, MJ, Michelle Jones, MJ, Michelle Jones, Jackson. <laughs> MJ and like you know they're all in danger and what the, what the hell is he gonna do so 
there is a lot mm. that that they are going to cover in that movie, so it's really exciting where they're going to go with it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Got to keep it going. Have you got how much more have you got? Two last dot points. Uh, right. One is again on the rumor mill. Um, so a couple of months ago, we had someone saying that hey, Charlie Cox is apparently coming back for Spider Man, and everyone was like, nope, nope. don't get our hopes up. New report has come out suggesting that Charlie Cox has just finished filming all the scenes for the movie. Now, the thing that really is throwing this into a bit of a uh, is that the reason is that two years ago, in, no, more than two years ago, in October 2018, Netflix and Marvel cancelled the Daredevil show. And the deal was that you couldn't use Daredevil in any movie or show for two years after the cancellation. That was the deal that Netflix and Marvel had signed. That means in October 2020, when filming for Spider-Man 3 was about to begin, was when Daredevil was allowed to be used in a major production by Marvel. Do you think that's just uh, coincidental timing, or do you think there might actually be some merit to Daredevil? Or not even Daredevil, but Matt Murdock being in the movie. That's right. Go. Yeah, I want to answer. Uh, it's good that you brought this up. Just because the source for this is comicbook.com and their source yep. for this is a is a guy who's gotten scoops wrong in the past. So I really yep. don't think there's any truth to this rumor. I I would love to be wrong though. Mm-hmm. I'd love for a, to be wrong and watch the movie in the theater and see Charlie Cox Daredevil pop up. But I yep. think if they're gonna bring back Daredevil, they'll bring him back in another way, not in this movie, because this movie's overloaded with characters already. Right. Sorry to be a pain. Um, You're gonna have to give us the next the next uh, thing. Oh, okay, just ruin any discussion, Sam. Yeah, yeah. play yeah. part, if you like. okay. All right, the final piece, and Ashraf, you might be, um, you might have some interesting opinions on this. Uh, the report is, and again, this could also be take this with a huge grain of salt, that HBO Max is looking into doing a sequel series for Batman the Animated Series. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome if it's yeah. true. I don't know. I don't know if they'll do it. They did but, bring back that universe for uh, the Fatal Five movie, but I so, won't watch. Mm-hmm. Won't watch it on HBO because. I will not support Fairfax Media. <laughs> wow, fair en- I mean, fair probably enough, be on binge like- here. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, won't, I can't I won't I, buy I another streaming service anyway. I've got Disney yeah. and Prime and Netflix. Uh, everything else will just have to be given to me by someone else illegally. So, that's, that, I'm, I'll, I'll be a hookup, Sam. I'll be, I'll be a hookup if it does actually happen. I'll, like, I'll, I'll list the be- things I need you to get me, actually, Connor, which I might send to you after this show. <laughs> <laughs> Now, it's interesting because I would have thought that everything you could have done with Batman the Animated Series is done because you got the first four seasons, you got the Justice League stuff in the middle, and then you got the Batman uh, Beyond stuff after that. Like, where do you think, what can you actually do with Batman the Animated Series moving forward with a new show? What do you think, Ashraf? Um, They're very, very loose with continuity. Like that Batman and Harley Quinn movie and that Fatal Five movie and the new comic series that came out last year called Batman the Animated Series Adventures Continue. They're completely ignoring the continuities of the shows anyway. And even when Justice League was on, it was sort of like, is it kind of fits into the continuity of Batman the Animated Series because like Joker is supposed to die in, at this point in the timeline, yet Batman's costume looks different and he changes between each costume back and forth. So if they're going to bring it back, they'll find a way to make it work somehow. Like, okay, uh, sorry, I have to cut it off there. Yeah. We've got less than a minute. So... That's all for the news today. Sorry, cutting you off there. We'll might come back and revisit that later. Um, <laughs> Ashraf, real quickly, I want to end off each show with a must-read book. Do you have one that you're going to suggest to everyone to, like, they have to read? Okay, so recently it was MLK Day. I think everyone should read Other History of the DC Universe. It's a as prominent 
uh, characters of color and is written by John Ridley who won an Oscar for 12 Years a Slave and uh, it's really good art in it too. Read awesome. it. It's a yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to quickly suggest everyone that has a Netflix subscription. Uh, I think it's called The Green Book. I watched it the other night. It's an amazing movie. Something completely different from comics and everything. Uh, you should definitely jump on and have a watch of that. And I want to say thank you, obviously, Ashraf and Connor for joining the show and being general pests as normal. And I'm sorry, Anisa, you had to suffer through the whole thing in the end. You wanted to only stick around for the first part, but we kept you for the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. It was great. Anytime. You're now yeah. an adopted, uh, adopted person. Anytime we need some defense, <laughs> we'll just get you on to defend something. <laughs> You're officially Anytime. a thought, Nies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> My initiation. Been, he has been holding on to that all episode. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's sign off. Thank you all for subscribing, uh, liking, following, commenting, all that stuff. You can hear us on Spotify. Obviously, watch it on YouTube. Uh, various videos and things. Don't forget to look at the sport one. And uh, uh, thanks for watching. All right. Let's Give sign us off. 250. Give us yeah. 250. Let's break 100 subs. Break 100 subs. We already yeah. have. We have. Oh, shit. Let's break 200 <laughs> subs. <Yeah. laughs> See ya.